I'm going to deal with these things. Number one, I'm going to speak personally and culturally about what's going on right now. I believe that we're in the middle of a 2020, the 2020 pandemic and politics are, I believe, a divine exposing of fault lines. That's kind of a big, just, just the sentence, I don't know if Michelle, Michelle finds the sermon I'm doing, 2020 pandemic and politics are div- a divine exposing of fault lines that are going on. They do have something to do with health and media and exposing the fault lines in the media, secular media, and the politic and all that kind of stuff. That's happening. But I really believe that these things I posted on Facebook, I'm not sure if I got this, but I believe that they are a loving x-ray from the Lord revealing the unknown fractures in the body of Christ. So, Michelle, I just jumped way down in the notes. If you can find that line, it's on there. I believe the 2020 pandemic and politics, listen, are a loving x-ray from the Lord revealing unknown fractures in the body of Christ. I think that's primarily what's going on, by the way. I think this is more than Republican, Democrat. It's more than what you do with diseases. There's a supernatural divine thing because Jesus is committed to fulfilling his word, coming and getting his bride. He's going to do it sooner than later. And really what he's got to get straightened out is not this nation or that nation, but the holy nation. And the holy nation has got some fault lines. She's got some fractures in her. Just drop in the middle of her the opinions over mask and watch her not play nice. We can't even get through that. (laughs) Politics, it's a barometer. I think it's a barometer about where our hearts are. And and, And really there's a bigger eternal narrative going on than one that will last for about four years. That doesn't mean that what's going on right now and your conviction about it is not important. I'm not saying that. Please never hear that. Fight for, pray for, pull for, whatever you got to do for what you think God is doing in this time. That's great. But all I'm begging is every disciple and leader I know, don't lose in the micro moment the macro thing that God's doing. And what he's doing is he's getting a pure and a spotless bride. He's getting an ecclesia ready to reign with him forever on a throne. That's where this is headed. You and I reigning in a new heaven and a new earth with him, and he's training us right now. So it's a gift to us when the pressure comes, the x-ray is handed to us. We go, oh my gosh, I've got a fracture in my leg in our walking. We've got a fracture in our tongue, in our speaking. We've got a fracture in our brain, in our, okay? It's, It's actually a gift. And I've got a couple of verses here. First Peter 4, 17, you can read these later, but it says, For it is time for judgment to begin with God's household. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome? Be, what will it be for those who do not obey the gospel of God? Now, that's a larger context of what's going on, but the principle is so important. The judgment begins with the house of God. You may say, he's after those dirty, rotten sinners, but I'm telling you, he's primarily after us. And it's not punitive judgment. It's not a judgment. Punitive judgment means guilty, 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 I'm going to spank you. Listen, he's already taken our guilt on the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. This judgment's not about atonement or payment for your sins. The judgment that's talked about here, I believe, is dealing with the systemic lukewarmness and issues in our heart that block us from being wholehearted lovers of God, 
and wholehearted lovers of one another. Okay? He's dealing with that, and that judgment comes so that he can get us down that road. Hebrews 12, 7 is another dynamic of this. It's for discipline that you have to endure hardships, believers. God's treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? One of the primary marks of your sonship is hardship on planet Earth. Did you know that? It is, yes, him whispering, I'm your papa, I love you. But it's also his allowance of turbulence and tribulation around you, which he's trying to encourage the Hebrews around. This is confirmation of your sonship. Because he doesn't want slaves and orphans, he wants sons and daughters moving in sync with papa. Hebrews 12, 27 later will say, this phrase, yet once more, which was a quote from a passage before, indicates the removal, watch, of things that are shaken or are shake, unshakable. That is, things that have been made in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, let us be grateful. Look at the call. Let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken and thus let us offer to God an acceptable worship with reverence and all. That thankfulness to me is connected to the two parts. What God's saying is, I'm going to shake it all. I'm going to shake it multiple times. And everything that's shakeable is going to begin to come apart around you. That's actually a gift. I remember when this happened to me in a deep level in 2018. You know, and I've talked about this before with some anxiety and some very things when everything's going great. But the Lord began to shake my insides, and it was all about this, all about this. Sam, he said, clear my heart, you have other refuges than me. You refuge in man's opinion and their applause. You refuge in the uh, prayer movement. You refuge in your, in your amazing wife and family. You find in some entertainment, in some food, and you begin to shake those things, and none of them satisfied me. And it was a gift to my soul because he was setting me free to find refuge only in him. Now, I'm not fully there, but I'm moving down the road because my papa decided to lovingly spank me. Does everybody understand that? He loves me, so he holds me and cuddles me and whispers sweet nothings. You're so, you have no idea how much I love you, how awesome you are. No clue. I hear that kind of thing, and then sometimes... He bends me right over his knee, and here we go. It's because he loves me. He's not mad at me. It's like, I love you too much to let that rebellion dwell in your heart or that deception to dwell upon you. I want you free just like you want to be. This unusual year is a doing, of the, uh, this unusual year is doing deep things in the church, I believe, that the Father loves. And I believe that we are going to be a church, that we should be a church, that receive his shaking, holding on to only what is unshakable. So I said all that to set a narrative, to set your heart, because I hear the doom and the gloom, and I hear the massive emphasis on this or that. And again, let me say, I believe with all my heart, be faithful to your micro-assignment, to your right now, four-year assignment, whatever. But please... Don't miss the macro picture because he's doing something very large right now. And I am so excited when this is over. Not just that we don't have to wear masks anymore and the pandemic's over. Not just 
that we finally find out who's president and we figure out where the corruption is and all that. I'm looking forward to deep gut check conversations with the body of Christ. I'm barely being patient about it right now. If you watch me on Facebook, I want to have the conversation right now. <laughs> but the Lord's like, slow down, slow down. And I don't know how this is all going to turn out, but I think some really heart-level discussions are about to be happen. happen. I mean, we really are. The Lord's going to purify the prophetic movement. He's going to purify every stream in the body of Christ. And I'm hoping that we will have wisdom to not miss the moment. Father, let no one in this room miss the moment of the pressure of what's called 2020. Pandemic and politics, thank you for the pressure, the affliction. David said, I've learned from the affliction. It's good that I was afflicted so that I might learn your statutes. God, I pray for a heart in here that would do more than try to just fix it all and do more than just try to get through it all. I pray we go deep with you, who knows all, and get our hearts where they need to be. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you. Enjoy 2020. You have a few days left. And someone said, what's the magical moment that's going to happen on January 1, 2021? <laughs> it's not. Coming again. It's coming. Some people think we're never going back. The pressures and whatever, not, not you know, it'll come, there'll be reprieves, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Either way, you got to do more than just try to get over this and gut it out to the end. God's doing something redemptive in the middle of this that's pretty powerful. Amen.